Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family to and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Pikeville Apostolic Church, where you'll find love and encouragement from the pulpit to the pew. You'll be inspired and encouraged by the atmosphere of praise and worship as our praise team ushers you into the presence of the Lord. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Pikeville Apostolic Church. Get ready for another powerful study in the Word as Pikeville Apostolic Church airs their midweek Bible study on their Facebook page located at Pikeville Apostolic. You can join us every Tuesday evening at 7.30 p.m. and join us for in-person services on Sundays at 2 p.m. The church is located at 4754 Raccoon Road, Raccoon, Kentucky. If you don't have a home church, come on out and make Pikeville Apostolic Church your home church. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC, or PAC, I should say. Ooh, it's going to be a Monday on a Tuesday, ain't it? Well, welcome to Pipeful Apostolic Midweek Bible Study, and it is 7.30 on the East Coast around the world, all across the U.S. Thank you for joining us tonight as we bring you a little bit of uh, church right here in the middle of the week. And uh, we have some announcements to make. Uh, We do have uh, some things coming up at CAC that if you would like to be a part of, uh, we're going to uh, be having our Christmas program, and that is going to be Sunday, this Sunday. That's right. It's going to be this Sunday at 6 p.m. Sunday's going to be a long day. We're going to have church, Sunday school at CAC, then church at Pikeville at 2 p.m., and then come back and uh, at 6 o'clock have the Christmas program. So uh, come on out and be a part of that. Also, uh, just to mention that CAC is taking their youth and kids to Archer Park, and that'll be Friday, December the 15th. So if any of you at Pipeful Apostolic Church have kids, grandkids, uh, just uh, kids that maybe you know that would like to go, uh, you can meet up with uh, the ones at CAC. Just get with Sister Steph and uh, get with uh, Brother Caleb DeBarge, and they'll let you know the times and all of that. But they're leaving the church at Phelps at 5.30. So uh, ever how long it takes to uh, get to what they're going to do, if they're going to eat first and then go or go and then eat, uh, just uh, get up with them. And uh, I'm sure that that Natalie and Liam would love to go. So uh, hopefully uh, you can meet up with them at Archer Park, and that is – just there at uh, at Archer Park, uh, they got the lights going. They got some great stuff happening. So uh, just get up with uh, either Brother Caleb DeBarge or Sister Stephanie Casey, and they will fill you in on everything going on. Sister Pam Bartley also will have information on that if you want to get in contact with her. And CAC is having a Christmas party at the community center in Phelps, and that'll be December the 21st at 6 o'clock, 6 to 8 p.m., and uh, if you want your kids to enjoy the rock climbing walls and all of the stuff, they have to have a waiver signed by their parents if they're under 18, so uh, we do have waivers, 
And uh, so uh, we can get those to you, and uh, you can fill those out and have those ready so the kids can just jump right in there. They have stuff in that community center that uh, it, it rivals anything I've seen in, in uh, Gatlinburg, uh, you know, uh, Dollywood, or anything like that. It is just something to see. You have to see it to believe it, as, uh, as the old saying goes. So uh, if you want uh, to be a part of that, uh, we'd love to have you come over and be a part of our Christmas, uh, you know, uh, as we just have a Christmas party. And uh, there'll be pizza and, and stuff like that, but uh, no major, no no big meals or anything like that, just uh, pizza and some things like that. So if you would like to uh, be there, that'll be December the 21st, and that'll be from 6 to 8 p.m., so keep that in mind. And uh, then our New Year's Eve celebration at CAC, we always get together starting at 9 o'clock, and then we go past midnight, and we worship the Lord, we praise the Lord, we thank the Lord for seeing us through another year and blessing us to see a new year. So if you want to be a part of that, that will be on Sunday, December the 31st, beginning at 9 p.m. to after midnight. Wanted to make mention of those because sometimes uh, when we get into uh, things, uh, sometimes we have to, you know, let people know if it's at CAC or PAC, and hopefully next year we'll start planning some Christmas uh, events and Thanksgiving events and some revivals coming up for PAC. And uh, we want to we want to kind of establish some things like we did uh, when we started CAC. We had Harvest Time Crusade that we have every year at the same time, homecoming. So. Um, we would like to do that at Pipeful Apostolic Church. So if you're in favor of that, we'll try our best to uh, plan those this coming year so that we can have some special events um, around, maybe even have our own Easter, uh, you know, egg hunt for the kids. And uh, then uh, also uh, they have been coming over to CAC, but uh, maybe if you want to do one there at Pipeful Apostolic Church, we can kind of separate it. It's all up to you all. Uh, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to, uh, uh, you know, uh, say that you have to do this. And this is something that, uh, you know, Brother McKinney mentioned it. So we got to do it. Uh, it's actually going to be up to you all, the congregation of whether or not you want to have these special services. But I would like to have some special revival services this coming year. And of course, we don't uh, plan anything after December, we don't plan anything January, February, and usually March. It's usually the last of March if we do anything because of the weather. Well, uh, let's see what else we got going on here. We got a couple of prayer requests that I want you to pray about. Uh, we want to remember Sister Janice Davis in prayer. Uh, Brother Mike said that she is under the weather and uh, not doing well, and uh, she has time uh, time with her back and different things at, at different times. So let's just pray for Sister Janice. And also, we want to remember my oldest brother, James McKinney Jr. Um, he's still in the hospital, and uh, but my niece told me this evening, just uh, uh, just a few minutes ago, text me after I talked to her earlier. She texted me and told me that uh, 
things were starting to look a little better as far as his uh, his kidneys, and uh, he still got uh, some drainage that they're draining fluid away from his heart. Uh, so uh, he's still in the hospital, still needs uh, a touch and healing. And, uh, you know, it's non-Hodgkin's uh, lymphoma is what they're uh, saying that he has. And so uh, they will start sometime in the very near future uh, chemo treatments. So uh, let's remember uh, my brother in prayer. His name is James McKinney. Junior, so let's remember him. And also, if you have a um, prayer request that you'd like to make known, well, there's several ways of getting it to us. Uh, you can uh, actually call in and leave your prayer request on the prayer request line and the church phone, and that is six zero six two six two seven thousand. Or you can send your prayer request to prayer at pipefulapostolic.org. And uh, of course, you can do that. Uh, to pastor at pipeapostolic.org if you want to, but uh, we uh, we try to designate those uh, spe- uh, specific things so that uh, we can get all of your prayer requests and all of the things that need to be prayed about. Uh, we want to continue to pray, Pipeful Apostolic Church. I I just want you to know that Sunday you're 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 going to uh, you're going to be astounded. You're going, you're going, you're going to gasp. You're going to go, what? Yeah, but I can't tell you till Sunday. So, uh, yeah, don't, don't text me. Don't call me. Don't try to, you know, drag it out of me. As the old saying goes, wild horses couldn't drag it out of me. No, don't try to drag it out of me. We got some good news uh, that we want to make an announcement on Sunday, so uh, keep that in mind, Sunday at 2 o'clock. Well, we do have um, uh, those announcements that we made and, of course, our prayer requests, but also uh, there's just several different ways that we like to tell people, and this is not so much for Pipeful Apostolic Church because you know what we do uh, on the radio and television, but this is kind of just to spread the word to all of the people that are watching from all across the U.S. and around the world. And we have a vast audience uh, that watches all of the broadcasts that are broadcast live. So uh, we want to let them know of the things that they can connect to. Well, if you are in the Prestonburg, Pikeville, East Kentucky, Southern West Virginia, uh, parts of uh, of of uh, even northern West Virginia, not really northern, but north of the South West Virginia. Uh, you can catch our radio broadcast every Sunday morning, nine thirty a.m. on WQHY FM ninety five point five. Now. You might say, well, I don't live in that area. I live in California. I live in Nevada. I I live out of the country. Well, you too can listen to the broadcast. Simply go to the website of the radio station, and that is Q95FM. It is right there. That's right, q95fm.net, and you can listen to it no matter where you are as long as you have a internet connection, smartphone, laptop, uh, PC, um, you know, iPad. You can listen to it on there. And uh, also, 
uh, we have our television broadcast, and that is Sunday at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV, and that reaches a vast area. Uh, in fact, I just got two, uh, two uh, requests. I can get this without making too much noise. Uh, I got two requests, one from Branchland, West Virginia, and one from Hurricane, West Virginia, for prayer cloths. So um, the television broadcast reaches a large audience, and we have people all the time requesting prayer and wanting prayer cloths. So Pipe for Apostolic Church, we want to be praying uh, for all of those uh, that uh, get in contact with us because uh, when they get in contact with us, that means they're in contact with you also. So we want to continue to pray. And uh, the television broadcasts, as we said, are Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. Check your local listings. It'll tell you where you need to go. And also, Sundays at 2 p.m. and 2.30 p.m., they give us two time slots, and that is Sundays at uh, 2 and 2.30 on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels, satellite service, well, you can still watch Sundays at 2 and 2.30. Of course, Pipe for Apostolic Church, you can't. But we don't want everybody else to watch it either at that time because they want to watch Pipe for Apostolic Church at 2 o'clock, right? Yes, amen. So <laughs> we, uh, we just want to uh, kind of mention that. Uh, so that people can find us uh, different ways and connect with us. Uh, because sometimes people connect and they live close enough. They could drive to Pipeful Church or they could come to CAC. So uh, we just want to try our best to do what the Lord's called us to do, and that is reach the world with the gospel. We want to have an outreach. Uh, we want to start up a hospital uh, visit. A group that will go and pray for people that are in the hospital and uh, even maybe start up a nursing home uh, ministry, uh, all of those things. And uh, Brother Jordan, we're going to be uh, relying heavily upon you uh, to uh, head up some of those departments. So with all of that said, I'm telling you, I'm excited about the uh, the broadcast tonight and the study tonight, because I really feel that it's getting close to Christmas. And of course you drive through places and you see lights and you see the sounds and, uh, and the uh, scenes of Christmas and, um, and even might even get just a little bit of a dusting to maybe an inch of snow, uh, by Wednesday evening. So who knows? We might, we might get a little snow, and that always gets everybody thinking about Christmas. Um, you know, sometimes growing up, uh, people had different, um, I guess, different things that they would look at uh, for Christmas. Uh, some remember the bigger snows. Some remember, uh, you know, uh, not getting anything, and some remember having an abundance of things. But... Um, I was just talking to my wife the other day, and we were talking about how that uh, back when we were in Sunday school. Now, that's when I was in Sunday school, and, and Sister Belinda, that's even before uh, you was around. I was in Sunday school, and uh, you, may have, you may have been born, but you wasn't 
you you might have been like little Renly. I don't know exactly uh, how how old you were at that time, but we would get on the church van and we would go and drive around to different people's homes or businesses, and then we'd all get out of the van and sing Christmas carols. And uh, that's one of the things that I remember when I first uh, started uh, coming to church at Phelps uh, was doing things like that. It was always fun. It was, uh, I wasn't in church. I wasn't serving the Lord, but uh, our youth leaders wanted all the youth to go and uh, we would sing Christmas carols and uh, try to bring some joy to some people's lives. Um, Also, um, we uh, we usually do this at the uh, at the Phelps nursing home, and this would be something to do at the Pipeful nursing home. Is uh, to um, ask the administrator what kind of little um, gifts we could give them, like lotion, uh, shampoos, um, just different things like that. Socks. Oh, they love socks. And, uh, so that might be something that we can put together and have, uh, somebody from Pipe Apostolic Church go through the nursing home and, uh, give those out to the residents there. So that would be great. Uh, I just got all sorts of ideas that I think that if we can get a little visible in the community and a little outreach going that we can see growth happen at Pipe Apostolic Church. Well, with that said, um, and we got all of our announcements and got all of our stuff lined out, but if you want to find us, uh, of course, you find us on the on the Facebook page. Of course, most of you are watching it on Pipeful Apostolic Church Facebook page, which is Pipeful Apostolic. You can find us on Twitter. That's right. We're on Twitter at PikeUPC, and of course, our website is PikefulApostolic.org. And, uh, again, if you want to call in, leave your prayer requests, praise reports, uh, something like that, this, this is the church phone and it is 606-262-7000. And, um, you might say, well, I've been to church there all this time. Didn't know there's a phone there. Well, there's not a physical phone there. It's a magic jack. So, uh, it is uh, something that people can call in and it comes through on uh, our cell phones. So uh, maybe we can uh, get that uh, get that kind of spread around, let people know they can call in and uh, leave their messages there, 606-262-7000, or send it to prayer at pipefulapostolic.org. Also, uh, we'd like to let you know that you can... Uh, you can uh, start getting text and updates. Maybe Pipeful Apostolic Church is canceling a service. Maybe we're uh, trying to uh, uh, get uh, something started at church, and then all of a sudden we can't get to church. It's a it's a delay, or uh, you know, held up in traffic or something, and everybody's uh, not at church. We're in the in the traffic line. Well. If you would like to start receiving texts and updates when something happens that we have to cancel a service or whatever, just get your phone out right now and just do like you see on the screen. It's at Pike UPC, at Pike UPC, and you text that to the number 81010. Very simple, very easy. No one ever gets a cell phone number. It's through a, a program called Remind. A lot of schools, grade schools, high schools, junior high, 
and colleges and universities use it. Uh, teachers keep in contact with their classes. So that's what it was originally designed for, but I'm the type of person that I like to take all the technology and start using it for the work of the Lord. So if you'd like to start getting text and updates, you can do that at PACUPC to the number 81010. Well, everybody knows that Christmas is just around the corner. And of course, uh, I was I was going through some songs, and uh, there's one that is, of course, uh, joy to the world. And uh, I always tell people, Christmas songs are the hardest to sing because you got the lows and the highs, but they're also the hardest to play. I'm sure Sister Blenda can amen that. Uh, they are hard to play. It just seems as if uh, the Christmas, uh, you got to hit so many keys, so many notes uh, right together to uh, play a Christmas song. So, But uh, with that said, you know me, I like to always try out new songs and new things on our Tuesday night. So uh, I'm going to try a new song, and this is a song that is... Um, it is, uh, I guess, uh, let me see who uh, gets all the credit here. Uh, Chris Tomlin, Ed Cash, George Handel, Isaac Watts, and Matt uh, Gilder. Uh, and uh, this is uh, a song that uh, is just an old song with a new take. It's called Joy to the World, Unspeakable Joy. Oh, I'm glad I got that unspeakable joy, aren't you? And and you know, the unspeakable gift. Amen. Well, let's try and see what we can do with joy to the world. All of you can help me sing it out there. What about that? Come, let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let all their songs employ, while fields and floods, rock hills and plains, repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding joy.
makes the nations prove the glories of His righteousness and wonders of His love and wonders of His love and wonders and wonders of His love. song i tell you that course is uh, it just says uh, joy unspeakable joy and uh, an overflowing well no tongue can tell joy unspeakable joy it rises in my soul never lets me go that is a great little course there well it is time for us to get started in our study tonight i'm glad you've joined us and taken time out of your busy evening i know some of you have worked long hours and some of you uh may be getting ready to go to work but uh we're going to uh, study tonight and hopefully it'll be a blessing to you and your family so uh we want to uh go to the the word of the lord And uh, we want to look in Genesis tonight, Genesis chapter 26 and verse number one, we'll begin to read. And it says, and there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham and Isaac, uh, of Abraham rather. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. And I want to I want to drop down uh, to uh, the next verse, and it says, Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and will bless thee, for unto thee and unto thy seed. I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. Now, I want to drop down to verse number 12. If you're uh, reading along or if you got your Bible out, notice that it is a famine in the land. But verse 12 says, Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Now, I want, I want to remind us again this particular scripture that we started with verse 1 says there was a famine in the land. And then in verse 12, 
during the time of famine, we see that Isaac sowed in that land. Isaac sowed in the time of famine. He planted something when there was nothing. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost already. Because Pipeful Apostolic Church, I believe that if we will keep planting, the Lord is going to give a great increase. Oh, I've already seen it, and we'll talk about more about it on Sunday, but I'm going to tell you that Isaac sowed in the time of famine, and the Bible says the same year, the same year, he received a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Well, I do want to uh, entitle this tonight, Sowing in the Time of Famine or Need. Sowing in the Time of Famine or Need. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity. You blessed us, Lord, to teach your word. I pray that you would bless us, Lord, as we teach your word, that we will take what you have given us and we will understand that if we begin to sow, uh, sow your word, which is seed in people's lives, that there will be a harvest. I ask, Lord, that you would help us to continue to keep sowing so there can be some reaping going on. And Lord, we love you and we praise you and we thank you for the promise. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Isaac sowed in that land. I think it's interesting that it was a time of famine. Now, when you think of a famine, famine is a time where crops are destroyed. Uh, herds are dying. Families, they're suffering. I mean, there's just a uh, no work, no money, nothing. Because famine produces death. You know, we, we talk about uh, different countries that... Uh, have been stricken by famine. You look at Ethiopia. Uh, a lot of the uh, people in Ethiopia have been stricken by famine. And you go back and you look at all of Bible history and you can see why some of these lands are unfruitful and why some are fruitful. You see, when you look at a famine, you have to look at uh, death and destruction. You have to look at that. And and what do we see all around us? Death and destruction. And while it may not be physical death, even though I was talking to someone just last night about people who, unfortunately, they get uh, hooked on drugs or they get, uh, you know, something, uh, a hold of their life, that addiction that they can't get loose from, and it, and it, it destroys them. It just little by little destroys and kills them. That's what a famine does. The Bible says there's coming a famine, uh, and it's not going to be for bread or for water, but for hearing the word of God. But the famine produces death. It takes away instead of adding to. It hinders instead of... um enhances. It's something that if we're not careful, uh, we will get used to the famine. 
We get used to the famine, nothing happening, no, nobody going to the altar, nobody getting baptized, nobody coming into the church, no new faces, no, no revival happening. And we get used to the famine. But Isaac sowed in the famine. That's where we're going to come in tonight. All of us are going to keep sowing the word of God into people's lives. We're going to keep telling them how good Jesus is. We're going to keep telling them how great it is to be in the presence of an almighty God. And we're going to tell them that their answer is found in Jesus. Sickness and disease runs rampant when there's a famine. When there's a famine, people don't get nourishment, correct nourishment. So they're, they're open and their immune system is open to disease and sickness. And then death sets in. Now, I've been hungry, but I know we all have said I'm about starved to death. No, we, none of us. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk out on a limb here, and I'm going to venture to say none of us are about starved to death. We've been hungry before. Our bellies have growled before. Uh, we, we, uh, maybe got a little lightheaded because we didn't have food, but think about someone who is in a condition to where they can't get food, a famine. They can't get food. They want food, but they can't get it. They want nourishment, but they can't get it. They want to feel better, but they can't because of the famine. I thought it's interesting that we can look at this and we can see that that uh, Isaac sowed in the time or in the land that was experiencing famine. He wasn't going to sit by and just let the famine happen. He was going to sow and reap. He was going to sow and live. He wanted to live. He wanted his cattle to live. He wanted his family to live. You know, he... He wanted to go down in Egypt. He wanted to go down into Egypt, and and we'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, the Lord said, no, you stay right here in famine. (laughs) What would you do if the Lord looked at you and said, you know what? Uh, You're not going down to Egypt. You're not going to move Tennessee. You're not going to go to Ohio. You're not moving to California. You're going to stay right here in Pike County. And somebody might say, well, you know, the Lord would have to tell me that. Well, the Lord told Isaac, no, you stay right here in famine. In famine. Not because the Lord wanted to punish Isaac or his family or cause them to go hungry or anything like that. He wanted to show the power of sowing. We all know what Jesus said. Jesus said, we reap what we sow, right? If you reap good things, you'll or sow good things, you'll reap good things. If you sow bitterness, you'll reap bitterness. If you sow trouble, you'll reap trouble. It's a law. It is it is it is in effect whether you're serving the Lord or not. That's a law as as the old West used to say, that's the law of the land. You reap what you sow. So what Isaac decided to do was listen to God, even though he wanted to go to Egypt because Egypt looks always looks better. Let me just 
inject this in here. Egypt is always a type and reference to the world. And Egypt always looks better. Oh, it looks better. Don't you say it don't because it does. Egypt looks better. That's why so many people backslide. That's why so many people walk and, and go into Egypt. I can be better off if I go into the, into the world or back into the world. I didn't have this trouble when I was in the world. I didn't have to do all of this. I didn't have to get up on Sunday and go to church. I didn't have to do none of that. I could go where I wanted to, do what I wanted to do, and nobody was in charge. Nobody would tell me no. But Egypt is a type of the world, and Egypt always looks better. I want you to make a note of that because that's important for us to understand. Egypt does. It always looks better. The pleasures of sin for a season, it always looks better. But here's the thing. God told Isaac, no, you're not going to Egypt you're going to stay in the land of famine. Now, I don't know about you, but that's that's a you might say I'd have to hear from God to do that. Well, when you're walking like Isaac was walking, you hear from God. You see, sometimes it's not in the revival that the big things happen or in the big church that big things happen. Remember when Philip was called out of revival and was taken to one eunuch. Think about that. Oh, I want to stay in this revival. I want to stay where they're having church. I want to stay where things are good. I want to stay where, man, there's big things happening here. But the Lord said, no, come on. There's a eunuch that needs to know what he's reading. And that's how the eunuch ended up being baptized. You see, sometimes it's not in the fruitfulness. Sometimes it's in the small things that the biggest miracles happen. I, I think that Pipeful Apostolic Church is prime land for reaping a harvest. I'm going to say that again because I hear some amens way out there in internet land. I believe that Pipho Apostolic Church is prime land to reap a harvest. But, oh, pastor, raccoon is a famine. Oh, that road is narrow and curvy and breaks off in places and Oh, it's just up there, and I don't even know if people know that we're there. I don't even know if the sun shines up there or not. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, I wish I had a nickel for every time somebody looked at me and said, yeah, Phelps, Kentucky, yeah, that's where the sun don't shine. I'd have a lot of nickels. But you know what? Keep sowing in famine. Keep sowing in nothing. Keep sowing where there's little. Because no church woke up one morning and was busting out the seams. 
They had to sow. They had to plant. They had to water. And then God gives the increase. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this. But God told Isaac, nope, you ain't going to Egypt. You're going to stay in the land of famine. (laughs) Oh, I'm telling you. When you look at all the things that Egypt had to offer, no wonder Isaac wanted to go there. Better opportunities. I don't know if the people that have said this, oh, I, I want my youngin to leave Pike County and go to Lexington, to Georgetown. There's more opportunities. You know why there's more opportunities that appear to be somewhere else? People quit sowing where they were. Oh, that's powerful stuff right there. People quit sowing in their family. They quit sowing in the community. They quit sowing in their workplace. Famine happens for the lack of sowing, the lack of cultivating, the lack of rain, so, so what are you saying? Well, we all know the rain is is, is uh, representing, if you will, a type of, of of the Holy Ghost. You know, when you sing that, let it rain, let it rain, open up the windows of heaven, let it rain. You're not talking about, I need to see some more water outside. You're talking about letting the Holy Ghost fall. You're singing, Lord, just open up the windows of heaven and let your spirit begin to fall on us. Let it rain. You know how you get past a famine? Well, first of all, you got to cultivate the land, which means you got to dig it up. That's right. If you if you um, read the Bible, it's a fascinating book. Um, it starts talking about uh, ground, fallow ground. You got to break up that fallow ground. Fallow ground is ground that's become hardened. It's 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 uncultivated. You got to break up that fallow ground. So yeah, if we want to see revival in Raccoon, Kentucky, if we want to see revival at Pipeful Apostolic Church, we got to start breaking up the ground. What are you talking about? We got we got to break out of the things that we have have been doing and start pursuing something greater which means we're going to break up uh, the ground of someone's heart. We're going to give them a Bible study, talk to them about the goodness of Jesus, see somebody crying. I, I, was, just, uh, I was just told uh, about a, a young man who uh, was talking to somebody at a, at a double quick. You, you don't have to have somebody, you know, um, from another church or, or anything like that. You, you just need to start looking around. You see broken people, people that need Jesus, people that are struggling, people that's going through things. And you and me, we all got the answer, right? We got the answer. His name is Jesus. So with that said, Isaac wanted to go to Egypt. Egypt, Egypt always looks better. Oh, there's opportunities in big old city of Egypt. 
Oh, if we can just get our young people in Egypt, man, we'd just have a youth group like nobody's business. No, let's start breaking up fallow ground. Let's start planting now. Let's start investing now in our families, those around the church, those up and down the hollow, those in Pikeville. We got a university. We got a hospital. We got all sorts of businesses. We got people walking up and down, jogging. Why not stop and invite them and say, hey, come to church. We'd love to have you. Now, I know that uh, people try to block and the devil will try to block everything we do. You think that Isaac didn't look around and say, but wait, Lord, all I see is famine. You think the devil didn't talk to Isaac? But Isaac didn't listen to the devil. Isaac listened to the Lord. The Lord said, you're not going to Egypt. You just stay put. You stay right where you are. Because you're not going to Egypt. But what happened? In verse number 12, we see that Isaac sowed in that land. Where is that land for you? Where you are. Your family. Start with your family. Start with your friends. Oh, I know people that talk to people on Facebook. And they'll talk to them all week long and never invite them to church. Oh, they will They will spend hours on the phone talking to somebody and never end the conversation. Come to church. Let's worship the Lord together. Let's magnify him together. Let's shout with the voice of triumph. Isaac, you're going to stay in the land of famine. You're going to stay in the land of famine. You are going to sow in that land. Everybody say, I'm going to sow in that land. Yeah, in the famine. You know, the fruitfulness of Egypt, that's not where you're going to sow. You know, other people may say, oh, well, you need to, Go, I heard people say this, I'm not going to attend no little church. I want a big church to go to. Let me tell you something. When you got that mentality, you ain't going to help nothing grow. Because here's the thing. If you want something to grow, you'll work on it. Just like if you planted a flower, you ladies know what I'm talking about. If you have uh, a, you know, a flower that you have planted and uh, you water it and you fertilize it and <clears throat> you look at it every day and you look and if it starts looking puny, you start trying to figure out, okay, what do I got to do to make it grow? That's what we got to do as the people of God. We got to look around and we got to see puny people, people that are drying up, people that are losing their joy, people that are losing their fruitfulness. And we got to say, that land. When you see your family, that land. When you see your coworkers, that land. When you see the person at Double Quick torn, that land. 
when you're walking through the beanie weenie aisle of Walmart, that land. Isaac sowed in that land. I can't get past this. I This just jumped out at me and spoke to me because the Lord said, Isaac, you're not going to Egypt. You stay in the land of famine because I'm going to use you. This is what the intent of the Lord was. Isaac, I'm going to use you to produce something in the land of famine. Oh, Pipeful Apostolic Church, I feel the Lord. I believe that the Lord has placed us together to plant in the land of famine. You've you've seen the church grow. You've seen the church go down. We all have. Every church does it. The big churches, it happens to them. Little churches only notice it more because we're little. But when we start seeing things getting puny, let's start planting, sowing in the land, that land. I'm not worried about what the church in Tennessee is doing. I'm not worried about what the church in Virginia is doing. I'm not worried about what the church in Ohio is doing. I'm worried about what two churches in Pike County is doing. And I know that if we will sow, things are going to happen. Oh, I believe that. I believe that. When everyone else was looking for answers and saying Egypt's the place to go, Isaac sowed in that land of famine. When everyone else was given up, Everyone else says, what's the use? They probably looked at Isaac. Now, you know, the Bible don't record everything because if it just recorded everything Jesus did, the world couldn't contain the books. But I'm pretty sure there was people that was walking by watching Isaac plowing in a land of famine. Ooh, plowing in the land of famine. Man, pardon me just a moment while I write that down because sometimes we got to plow in the land of famine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure as people walked by Isaac and said to Isaac, Isaac, what in the world are you doing plowing in this barren, dusty, dead place? Isaac probably looked at him and said, well, God told me to. They probably rolled their eyes. God told me to stay here and sow in this land, that land. So I'm going to plow. I'm going to sow. Lord's going to water. There's going to be an increase. Everybody else is giving up. There's no hope to have revival impactful. There's no way an apostolic church is ever going to prosper impactful. I even had a person come up to me um, at the uh, one of the conferences and said, you know what I was told one time? And I said, no, what? He said that they would never be an apostolic church impactful. And he said, look, there is one, ain't they? And I said, there sure is. And we're trying our best to make sure it stays there, right? Amen. 
Everybody else giving up. Nothing good's going to happen in Pipeful. You can't have church in Pipeful. If you ain't, if you ain't, you know, non-denominational. And if you if you stand for anything, well, they ain't nobody going to come to your church. Isaac, what are you doing out there plowing in a land that is full of famine? Nothing growing. Nobody's eating out here. Nobody's got nourishment here. Everybody's getting sick and ill and dying. And so to keep from dying, they're moving to Egypt. I can't go with you because God said so in that land. Oh, I feel the Lord. I hope you feel what I feel. I feel the Holy Ghost moving. Everybody else was given up. Everybody else around was losing out, losing everything. They were hungry. They were tired. They were sick. They were diseased. So they packed up what little belongings they had and started moving away. And here's Isaac and his family. We got to stay here. We got to keep plowing. We got to keep sowing. There's going to be an increase. There's going to be great things happen. Oh, you keep saying that, Isaac, but all I see is dust boiling where you're plowing. Oh, there's going to be something great happen. Oh, that's, that's, that's just one of those things, Isaac, that you just want everybody to stay with you, even though nothing big is going to happen. Oh, Pipeful Apostolic Church, I speak it by faith. If we will keep sowing in that land, we're going to see a hundredfold in a year. You say, oh, that's just for Isaac. No, look at, look at verse 12. Let's just, let's just grab onto this. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold and what? The Lord blessed him. You see, that's the difference. The difference is people that sow in famine may not reap anything if the Lord doesn't bless them. Isaac was blessed of the Lord. Pipho Apostolic Church, we are blessed of the Lord. Wait till Sunday. <laughs> Ooh, wait till Sunday. I'm telling you, just wait till Sunday. You're going to know we blessed. That's right. Everybody else giving up. Everybody else is dying. Everybody else saying, let's move to Egypt. Let's go. There ain't nothing here. We can't do nothing here. There'll never be any revival. There'll never be any church. But the Lord said, Isaac, you keep sowing in that land but it looks like it will never produce anything. Keep sowing in the time of famine. Nobody's standing around encouraging him. Nobody's looking at Isaac saying, go Isaac, go Isaac, go Isaac. <laughs> Nobody's doing that to Isaac. Everybody's going to Egypt saying, see you Isaac, bye. Bye. you know what? 
Isaac stayed and sowed in that land. And the Bible says he received in the same year. People say, oh, well, you got you to keep sowing. In about three to five years, the church will just explode with revival. Why can't we have it this year? Why can't we have it in 2023? Why can't we have it in 2024? We can. But we got to keep sowing in that land. Keep talking to people. Keep investing in people's life. Keep telling young people to come to church. Keep telling kids, come on, we'll teach you a five-minute, 10-minute, 30-minute Sunday school lesson. Don't give up just because of famine. Famine means nothing with the Lord. Nothing means nothing with the Lord. Ooh, let's say that again. Nothing means nothing to the Lord. There was a song when I was growing up, rock and roll song, said nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Well, nothing is nothing to God, right? <laughs> nothing is nothing to God. God is not limited or governed by nothing. The nothingness doesn't affect the power and ability of God. That's why he looked, how can a God that loves you look at you and say, stay right there and sow in that land? I'll tell you how a God that loves you can say that because he's going to show you, I'll bless you there. I'll bless you wherever you are. I'll bless you in Pike County. I've heard people put down Phelps, Kentucky, to I tell people I about throw up my mouth every time I hear it, acting like we can't have church in Pike County. We can't have church in Phelps. We can't have church in Raccoon. We can't have nothing big go on. You know, the only limitation would be our unbelief. If we started believing the famine, or we started believing what the others that's going to Egypt is saying, that's why we got to keep separate from Egypt. That's why we can't let our young people go to Egypt. We can't get involved in Egypt. We got to start saying, wait a minute, I got to sow in that land. It's a time of famine. It's powerful. But if you sow, you're going to reap. It's a law. I don't care if it is famine. I don't care if it is nothing. I don't care if it is in the middle of a raccoon. <laughs> Take that, devil. Woo, somebody help me just for a moment. moment Shouting to the Lord with the voice of triumph. God blesses those who trust him, follow him, obey him. Isaac, you keep sowing in that land. And the same year, he received a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Now, look at what verse 13 says. And the man, Isaac, the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. It did not stop at that place of famine. He waxed great. He went forward, not backwards, 
You know, I've always felt like this, and I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I've always felt if you start canceling services and taking taking services away, you're taking backward steps. You know, I, I, I often think about people that, that says, well, you know, uh, we don't need Wednesday night no more. We don't need Sunday school no more. We, we don't need uh, uh, but one service a month. There's churches that believe that. Taking backward steps. Isaac was not continually being blessed by looking back, going back. Look at what it says. It says he went forward and grew until he became very great. All because he sowed in that land of famine. I want to close with that tonight because I want you to understand that if you will keep sowing in a land of famine, whether it's your family, your friends, your loved ones, your coworkers, community, college, hospital, people you see every day, People you see in the store. Oh, I know we all too tired to have a conversation with somebody in the store. We're we're all too wore out and in such a hurry to get home that we ain't got time to talk to somebody about their soul. That's just the busy world all of us live in, right? But oh, if we can sow in the time of famine, sow in the land of famine, the blessing of the Lord brings wealth, and he adds no trouble to it. That's the NIV version of Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. You cannot outgive God. And I tell people, but I want you to try. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till Sunday, church. I can't wait till Sunday. We find that Isaac sowed in that land that had nothing. Isaac sowed in that land that was barren. Isaac sowed in that land that was dying. Isaac sowed, and we can replace the word land with church, communities, areas, families, friends. He kept sowing into family that was dying. He kept sowing into friends that were walking away. He kept sowing into that land of famine. And the Lord blessed him in one year with a hundredfold. Oh, a hundred times more. Think about it. Pipeful Apostolic Church, what will happen if we keep sowing all the way through into 2024? Do you believe the Lord can give us a hundredfold increase? And I'm not just saying as a cheerleader, yeah, I believe, hallelujah, yeah. No, I want you to say, I believe God can do it. In fact, I know God can do it. I know 
My God can do it to him. There's nothing to it. I know he'll see you through it. Sweet victory. Even when the storms are raging, he is our rock of ages. I know that he is able. Mighty is he. Oh, I know my God can do it to him. There's nothing to it. I know he'll see you through it. Sweet victory. Even when the storms are raging, he is a rock of ages. I know that he is able. Mighty is he. Oh, I'm going to close with this. I want to go to the Lord in prayer. The devil's told a lot of people, you can't reap in a famine. You can't have revival in a famine. You can't see growth in a famine. But God looked at Isaac and said, I don't care what the world says. I don't care what all those, all those that's <clears throat> running to Egypt, I don't even care what they say. Isaac, you stay right here in the land of famine and keep sowing. Oh, what are you doing, Pastor? Oh, I'm still sowing. Why do you preach on Sunday and preach a different message? Why don't you just preach the same message? No, I'm sowing. Why why do you give it your all? Why do you why do you go home Sunday and so exhausted you have to just lay on the couch and can't even take Perry Mason out for a little outside time? I'll tell you why. I'm still sowing. Oh, I know you're going to help me sow, ain't you? You're going to help me sow because I know that I can only sow to so many places, so many people, but you can do people I'll never meet, people I will never talk to and don't know. And I believe that we can see a hundredfold growth impactful despite all the people that says you can't, despite all the people says, no, you got to go to a big church, despite all those that says there's nothing alive there, it's dead. Well, let's keep sowing. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for the word tonight. We thank you, Lord, for the spirit we have felt. I thank you, Lord, for unction. I thank you for anointing. And, Lord, I just pray that somehow we have all gotten it tonight, that if we will keep sowing impactful, if we'll keep sowing impactful, we're going to see a great harvest. If we will keep sowing impactful, you're going to give us in one year a hundredfold. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, I just pray that you would help us all to keep sowing in the famine, keep sowing in that land so we can watch you give us a great harvest. Lord, I thank you for Pipefoy Apostolic Church. I thank you for the people that go there. I thank you for the area, I just pray, Lord, that we will continue to sow in that land. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Oh, Pipeful Apostolic Church, you wait till Sunday.
big things are happening at Pipeful Apostolic Church. You better tell your family. You better tell your friends. You better tell. I mean, we had we had uh, 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 two guests that came back with with one of the saints, a daughter and a granddaughter. We don't know what's getting ready to happen. But I do know this. If we'll keep sowing in that land, we're going to see a great harvest. Amen. So I can't wait till Sunday. I got some good news to tell you. Ooh, can't drag it out of me with wild horses. No, you can't. But I got some good news, and I believe that we're going to see some great things happen in that land. Everybody say that land. Amen. Well, I got to get out of here, let you all go and rest. And, and I haven't even eaten supper yet. No, I haven't. I, I've, I've, been, I've been so excited about this message and so excited about the service tonight that, that I was investing my time trying to get everything up and running and ready and, and all of that. So I'm going to go eat some supper right now. My wife has this big pot of homemade soup. Ooh, peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> I know I'm half crazy, but hey, my mind is on Jesus. Amen. Well, well, we're going to let you go and we're going to get out of here. We hope to see everybody Sunday at two o'clock and then tomorrow night. If you want to catch us online, we'll be teaching at Cornerstone Apostolic Church tomorrow night. So we're going to have a great time and we hope to see everybody soon and hope all are well and doing well. And just keep on sowing in that land. Amen. Well, we're out of here. Everybody have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day.